Welcome to Ignite the Grind, where we grind the information to give you the news of upcoming games, systems, under-the-radar games, and games accessories. This is John. And this is Kevin. And today, we are going to be talking about the 2019 Top 5 Games, hitting off with the new year with games that surprised us last year. My first number one game coming off will be Modern Warfare. I simply enjoyed the game. I thought for a Call of Duty game, it really striked my interest. And I love the way that the multiplayer was and the campaign. I actually liked Modern Warfare a lot too. Um, my first game, which I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about this one, um, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I personally am not a huge, huge Star Wars fan, but I am a big fan of Respawn. And going into the game, I didn't really know what to expect or anything. I kind of figured it'd be like Force Unleashed, but really it's not. It's a lot more tactical and strategic, and I like that. I actually f- like the fact that I'm not some crazy maniac with a lightsaber, you know, slashing kids like Anakin Skywalker. So, uh, I like how I had to actually, you know, dodge, parry, and stuff like that. And I just really liked the cast of characters. I like the storyline. It's a very uh, coming-of-age story. Very simple, very traditional Star Wars-like story. And the exploration in the game was amazing. That's actually on one of my top lists to play. I haven't yet to play it yet. And you need to. It makes me sad that I haven't played it. Uh, my second intro for the upcut or this 2019 games will probably be Metro Exodus. I simply love the Metro series. I want to read the books because I've heard the books are just amazing. But I will say for games I have played are just simply amazing. The storyline is just so in depth with how the character is being developed. Especially the creatures that you run into in the game are can be terrifying. You can also mistake them for humans the way they stand up. I mean, it's just it's so outlandish the way it's made and also so detailed when it comes with your face mask being bloody and gets fogged up or rain hits it and you have to actually wipe out the blood the, the rain it's just such an interesting game so that was probably one of my favorites right there would be at metro i've not played any of the metros but they're on my two playlists i have uh is it what's the first one 2033 2033 i can remember what the name of it was and uh, last slide, I have both of them installed on my Xbox One. But my second game, I'm just going to go on and say it. It's Game of the Decade. I don't care what anybody says. Um, but anyone who knows me knows my favorite game of all time is a beautiful game called Zoo Tycoon 2 that came out in the year of 04. Um, but it did get a few expansions or anything like that. But the last proper release for a good Zoo... Good God, I cannot talk. Zoo building game was uh, 2008 with the complete collection of Zoo Tycoon 2, which came with all the expansions. So, to say I was hyped for Planet Zoo is a major understatement. I was drooling about it, would not shut up about it, aggravated everybody about it. Um, dreamed about it. But, it's about everything I thought it would be. It's very similar to Planet Coaster, and I did thoroughly enjoy it. It's a very solid tycoon game and zoo building sim. Another game that I need to look into. You need to play it now. <laughs> in the podcast now and play in the, it. In the podcast, I will play it. I'll go home and play it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my third is the Elder Scrolls Online. Yes, it has been out for a while, but the new expansion, which was the Khajiit area, was very amazing. It had introduced a lot of the Khajiits in different sizes. You also get to see how the Khajiits were never humanoid. They actually were cat then you get to see some that, to me, just still amazes me every time I play the DLC or the expansion is 
They are Khajiits that's just bigger than a skyscraper. They are just massive kittens just running around with swords that are just 10 times more bigger than your character. The boss fights in the area are also really good. Um, I really like the dungeons and I like the new stuff they brought into the game such as the mounts and uh, the new class which was the necromancer. And I thought, you know, for a long time for a necromancer to be in the game, it's a really cool way to see that and also how it introduces a critical point of where you cannot use a spell in certain cities because you will get penalized for it as the guards will come after you and attack you. So that was very interesting for an Elder Scroll game to introduce something like that. I feel like guards in all Elder Scrolls games are just jerks though. They are, especially you can't even like drop a watermelon on a building. Because every you. time I see a Skyrim meme, it's always about a guard being a jerk. Yeah. And then if you look back on Oblivion, you have to... You breathe on a chicken and they tell you, you violated the law. (laughs) True. This is true. (laughs) So uh, my third game is a franchise that is exclusive to Xbox. It is Gears of War with the release of Gears 5. Um, I'm not really a big, big Gears multiplayer fan. I do enjoy it, but I've not really gotten like diehard into it. It's not something I play much by myself, although I do like horde mode quite a bit. Um, so as far as the multiplayer aspect, I've not played Gears 5 much, but from a campaign perspective, I really like it a lot. I think it's my favorite since Gears of War 2. I really like the open world elements that could have done more with it, but it's a good start. I hope they continue it and improve upon it in 6. Um, there was a decision towards the end of the campaign that I thought was a little controversial for me that I wasn't necessarily big on, but I won't spoil that. But other than that, I actually really like the direction they took the story in. I continue to love and accept the new cast of characters the new generation of gears and you can't go wrong with marcus phoenix you really can't this is true but they still cut off my boy dom i will never accept that as yeah. a true fate yeah. he will be back he will come back he's not dead he's hiding it's just we haven't found him yet <laughs> he's too busy crying about what's his wife's name maria yeah well, that and his kids got crushed by a building. Yeah, Spoiler yeah, I mean, alert for those who have not read the book. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the old Gears games came out like a decade ago. So, I mean, if you're not played on, that's your own fault. Truce. <laughs> so. This is truce. And my fourth running up will be the new Pokemon Sword and Shield. I never played a Pokemon game all the way up to like Ruby and Sapphire. That was my last Pokemon journey that has ended. And I've never wanted to pick up a newer Pokemon game ever since. It's not because I never really enjoyed the game. I feel like the Pokemon got kind of silly after a while and they kind of drew me away from it, but I didn't hate the game. But I will say I picked up Sword and Shield. I, you know, I went with the, the most intention to play it. Ended up putting like hundreds of hours in the game. Simply love it. I love the, uh, the storyline of it. I love how your rival is not a douchebag. I am kind of sad you can't name them because I wanted to name them something inappropriate, but it is what it is. I know Nintendo was like, we can't have that happen no more. But I will say the storyline was fairly good. Easy for a younger generation to get into the game. Older generation, I will say that it did take a lot of the fun away by your Pokemon leveling up as soon as you fight. Like you would hit level 20 within the first gym battle so that was kind of like a disappointment but it wasn't enough to drive me away from the game it was a it was more just to pull me towards it to see what was going to be around the corner so pokemon sword and shield is really amazing I, I hope a lot of people look into it 
I personally cannot handle handhelds very well. My hands are gigantic and they cramp up too much when I hold DS's and Game Boys. So I've not completed a Pokemon game since Yellow. Yeet. <laughs> but um, the next game I'm going to talk about is also a Nintendo exclusive. Um, I have for a while since 2017, so two years, so not really a while, but um, Legend of Zelda, in my opinion, is the best Nintendo franchise, hands down. I love the adventure, and just as complicated as the lore is, it is fascinating. But, uh, which might be cheating and kind of cheap to put it on here, but it is technically a ground-up remake, but Link's Awakening is amazing. It was originally a game released on Game Boy, I believe. Yes. And uh, I just love it. It's definitely one of the better 2D-style Zelda games you can play. Um, they added some new stuff in it as well, some new little Easter eggs and stuff. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a good classic that's just been completely remade, and it's just a hell of a good time. You can't go wrong with it. So no, you can't. And I've played a little bit of Link's Awakening myself, and I really enjoyed it mm -hmm. so far. And actually, looking back on the Game Boy version of it and this one, you can definitely tell a lot of big difference. I'd, has been introduced into it, especially just from the ground up. So beautiful of a game. You really, it really is beautiful. I love the art style. The music yeah. is amazing as well. I, uh, I can't. You can't never go wrong with the Legend Zelda music. What's the dog's name that's got the chain? That's what the chain is it? Chom? I can't remember what they're called from Mario. I, I always, I always forget the name. Of I can't them. remember either a Chomp or something like that. Yeah, Chomp, Chomps, whatever. I don't know. But the part Chomper. with it, the part with it in Link's Awakening was pretty fun. I remember the first time I killed an enemy. I was just <laughs> like, yeah the first time where she's like can you take my dog for a walk and you're like that dog will take me for a walk that <laughs> dog did take you for a walk <laughs> and, but so OP it ate all any enemies for you so that was really cool to see yeah I didn't have to do anything I just stood there and let it do the work for me yeah that's true I was sad when I couldn't take it to the dungeon though yeah it stays on the outside waits for you which is kind of yeah. sad because what to do out at the meantime it must eat all the enemies around you I mean, before you walk god it's out. like Nintendo wants their bosses to be difficult or something <laughs> <laughs> they always assume yeah. that everything needs to be hard for Nintendo. Yeah. Well, runner up for my top five will probably be Wolfenstein Youngblood. I know a lot of people probably did not like Youngblood because they felt like it took away from Wolfenstein. But to be honest, in my opinion, I thought Youngblood was just a really fun couch co-op game or even just online co-op with your friend. The two sisters you play as are just hilarious to see, especially when you're in the elevator for the loading screen waiting for the next area to load up. They fight with each other, they play jokes, they do magic. It's just hilarious to watch them fight. And I thought the storyline itself was so amazing. Um, I love the enemies you fought. I, I will not lie. The last boss, me and my buddy suffered through it for the longest time. Plus, we were playing on hard, so we had that coming. You know, we weren't playing on easy or normal, so we were playing it on the hardest difficulty. And we found that to be really challenging. That boss laid us out. I mean, he completely clapped our cheeks on every single part. It took us almost an hour or two to actually finish it. So that was pretty intense. Nothing's more intense, though, than the final boss for uh, Chris's campaign in Resident Evil 6, though. That was horrible. Like, I remember playing that in middle school with my sister. And we played it on easy difficulty because, you know, back then, it's kind of a noob. But uh, it still killed me 70-plus times. I could not button mash fast enough for that. Was it the one where you had to climb the stairs? Yeah, the and it's like that big, goopy, ugly thing. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's just ridiculously hard. Everyone else says, you know, their final boss was easy, but no, no, not Chris. I remember the first time I played Resident Evil 6 when it came out, and I was playing co op with a buddy, and we were playing uh, Leon's mission, climbing the ladder up to the building to get oh, to God, it. I remember that too. That I could not button match hard enough for that either, that, hardly. Well, I believe, in my own opinion, I don't care what anyone says, I believe that it was glitched. If you were Leon, you couldn't get up it fast enough for some reason. It just wouldn't let you, no matter if you followed yeah, the pattern perfectly. And if your what? buddy was playing as the female, she, they were able just to get up there with ease. They actually outclimbed you, which was amazing. But I ended up smashing my controller in half because of it. That was the first game I truly raged so hard where I just snapped my controller in half. Like, I just tore it in half i'd have handed it to my sister and be like you do this i can't do it <laughs> it was i don't know why i struggled with it. i think leon i think his uh ladder ability was bugged i think or he just couldn't climb you know when you're that much of a of a cool guy it's hard to climb you gotta mm. keep that he's humble you gotta stay low yeah you gotta stay <laughs> low you gotta keep humble when you're climbing ladders okay. um the final game i'm gonna talk about though um it's pretty basic but apex legends another respawn game i love respawn to death they're by far my favorite developer who's come to rise up this generation um i'm not a big battle royale guy at all blackout on black ops 4 i thought was just a little uh eh, it was okay uh fortnite i'm just not a fan of the building mechanics in it i just i don't care for it although i do love the battle pass skins i do think fortnite still makes the best battle passes they're also pretty much the inventor. I don't know if they're actually the inventor, but they're who made, you know, Battle Passes popular. But, uh, well, I don't really play Battle Royale as much by myself, so I don't ever play Apex by myself. I do have a really good time every time I do play it. I do like the fact that squads of three, it's perfect. I very rarely ever have a squad of four, but it's also very common for me to have more than two. Uh, so I do like that. I like the characters. I like the abilities. The gameplay is just so solid and smooth. I like the map design, even though they've changed it. Um, Kings Canyon was pretty amazing, though. I did like it quite a bit. And it's the Titanfall universe. You can't go wrong with that. It's true. So, but Apex is definitely, in my opinion, the king of battle royales. It's definitely my favorite one that has come out. Uh, it's definitely just the most sleek and smoothest, I think. That is true. Apex is a really good game, and I've played a lot. I've sunk in a lot of hours, and probably not a lot into buying skins and battle passes but i did buy the previous bypass that just came out so that was really interesting to see the new skins and it's free so i mean you can't go wrong with that that's true when it's free can't go wrong with free so you want to shout out a couple honorable mentions for games that we aren't going to talk about but we're pretty good as well oh man i gotta shout out to my my boy Baldur's gate um if anybody's ever played a Baldur's Gate, or if you haven't, and if you're a big fan of D&D, or just a big fan of RPG with, you know, funny storylines in the way like that, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, uh, also like Icewind Dale, that is a second expansion stuff from it. If if you're anybody out there that has not played Baldur's Gate, you have to play them. They're such an amazing game. The storyline is so nice, and the characters you run into you'll always remember them and who they are and just their personalities when you run into them is just phenomenal and hilarious for me uh modern warfare was definitely one that i actually did heavily consider for top five which i know is your first pick oh yeah i did like modern warfare a lot i do think it's the best call of duty we've had in a while other than maybe world war ii which i know a lot of people didn't like it personally i liked world war ii 
But uh, some other games that I have to give a shout out to that I also really enjoyed. I did like Tropico 6, although my people never love me. I am a wonderful dictator. I don't know why they hate me. Child labor for the win. <laughs> not really. That's awful. Don't do that. I do not do child labor in Tropico. We do, we do not encourage that. We do not encourage child labor here. <laughs> in game wise, we might. Yeah, game wise, we might. You know, you gotta keep a tight fist on your people in Tropico. They'll vote you out. <laughs> or try to... Because you give them what you want, they're going to vote you out anyway, I've learned. So... <laughs> or they'll try to snipe you. Yeah, they might try to snipe you. Never works, though. True. Miss. Mm -hmm. Just spit out the bullet. Just, just that win, man. It gets them out. <laughs> a couple other games that I want to give a shout out. There's a Untitled Goose game, which was a very simple game. I don't really feel like it's anything that's needing explanations. More it's just something to just play and experience yourself. It's fairly cheap. And then Yoshi's Crafted World was another game I really enjoyed. I love the art style in it. I would say my second one part would be Ghostbusters. I think Ghostbusters, you know, it's one of those games that, yes, it's a remaster, but it's just really a good game. And if you love the movies, I believe that you should play the game at least because it's kind of like a part three of the movie. You play as a kid that's coming into the business of, you know, busting ghosts pretty much. And you get to see like a lot of the stuff that's inside the building. So even though it's probably not as accurate as it is in the movie, but the point that you get to see what the building looks like from the inside and everything around it, it's really neat. You also get to slide down the fire pole, which is amazing. But in general- I love poles. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Ghostbusters is really good. The enemies that you encounter are a lot of the ones that you find in the movie and also some new ones added and as a lot of people probably ever wondered in the first movie where you get to see the librarian ghost, you actually get to see how she died and what happened to her and how that kind of like transcends from that. So it's really neat to see some of the characters that never had much of a mentioning in the movies, but now they do in the game. Well, yeah, that's about all I got for 2019 games. I mean, there were several, several that I actually did not get to play. Like Death Stranding, for example, I am just recently started on that. So I might come back later on and share my opinions on that where I feel like it ranks. Not too sure how I feel about the gameplay, but I like the mystery. It's really weird. I have played it for a few hours and I still don't know what's going on. Which so. happens. He's very notorious to make a game where you don't understand what's going on until the last second. You're like, oh, okay. Can't believe I wasted 40 hours of my life on that. But with that <laughs> said, we are done with the 2019 games that really grabbed our attention we hope you guys enjoyed this is our very first podcast and our intro to the podcast we are ignite the grind and we are all about bringing you that news and i hope you guys really enjoy this first episode see ya